What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, Spuddy McGee, here with Buds and Sports. You already know it's another edition of Spuddy's Quick Picks. Yes, it is week three of the NFL, and we are full-fledged into the season. Honestly, last two seasons, not the last two seasons, last two weeks have been kind of rough. Uh, just a little summary of how I did last week with straight-up picking teams in week two. I am 7-9, and nine, repeated from last week on that part, but did worse this week. And picking spreads, yeah, it was a it was a little bonkers week. I'm I was four and twelve this week picking spreads. Not a not a good week with picking spreads for me. I felt that a lot this week. Not good, not good. But when it came to the over unders, hey, I'm nine and seven picking the over unders this week. I mean, there's a lot of high scoring games, so definitely a lot of overs um, that happened last week but it is a new week new matchups so let's just dive right into it um coming up first on the thursday night game we got pittsburgh steelers versus the browns cleveland browns they are at cleveland they're getting uh they're making them the favorites with a four point advantage and the over and under is 38.5 so looking at both teams um pittsburgh has a offensive problem um it's hard for them to get points on the board um what really helps them is their defense to help them score points but uh now that tj watt is out um not saying uh the defense still doesn't have an impact but tj watt makes such a big impact to that defense that's already good it basically makes them great but now that he's missing they're just a good defense um a little less pressure and a little less turnovers on that end. Um, as for the Browns, um, I don't know what to think of the Browns right now. Um, Brissett is at quarterback, but this is a run-heavy team, so um, they are able to score some points on the offensive and defensive. Um, I don't know. I guess they're not as good as I thought they would be this year. Um, they allow some big points happen already. I think the 24 points were week one and then 31 this past week. So, yeah, they, a lot of people have been scoring on this def, on this defense. So it's not good, but I feel like this week I got the Browns winning this week. Now, do they cover a four-point spread? Um, I think they do. Um, Steelers, like I said, lacks the offense, and that's going to be the – Achilles heel for this whole team in general because I can see the Browns um, giving the ball to Chubb and he's just breaking down this um, this team and um, basically gaining the points scored um, for the Browns really um, Jacoby Brissett doesn't have to do too much other than protect the ball and um, allow Chubb or Hunt to do most of the work so I got Browns they're covering and the over under is 38.5 so I must say, I must say, an over on this one because the over the over under is pretty low, so I have a safe bet that it's going to go over thirty eight and a half points. Browns win up to the next matchup. 
Okay, we got the Houston Texans versus the Chicago Bears. Um, Texans haven't won a game yet. They lost one, but tied the other with the Colts. As for the Chicago Bears, they're one on one right now. So um, I think a lot of people are underestimating the Texans this year. I mean, I did as well in the earlier weeks. But I th- I feel like their defense, you know, is better than what people think. It's just the offense is what's really lacking on that end. Um, as for the Bears, um, they still have offensive line troubles, but you could tell that Justin Fields um, definitely is way- playing way better than last year. Um, more aware of um, the pressure. But at the same time, you could be so aware of the pressure, but if you're getting pressure so much, you're bound to make some some mistakes. And that's kind of what happened. Um not saying you made mistakes or anything. Just things didn't happen this way against the Packers last week. Um, for Texans, I mean, uh, they have another problem with the offense as well. They lack to score some points. Um, yeah, but their defense is actually pretty pretty good. So... Uh, going into this matchup, they are giving the Bears a two and a half point advantage with a 40 point over and under. I got the Bears winning this one at home. I think they'll cover their two and a half point spread, and I think we'll go over. I think we'll go over. I think Bears could score at least 24 points, and um, Houston can score 20. I think that's the final score, like a 2024 situation. So, Bears. They cover. We got the over. On to the next game. We got Las Vegas Raiders versus Tennessee Titans. Both teams are winless right now. Didn't think that was going to happen. But here they are, struggling to get a win, fighting for that win. Tennessee is home. They're giving a two-point advantage for the Raiders, so Tennessee is an underdog at home right now. But um, they got beat up by the Bills this past Monday night. Um, They were able to stop Derrick Henry from really getting anything on the ground, and um, I think Tannehill couldn't really do it much in the air, too. So... um, I don't know. Um, are we calling for Tannehill to get bent soon? It's week three. I called around week five, week six. Mm, if they don't get a win on the board, we might see Will, um, um, Malik Willis uh, filling in. Who knows? Um, defense allowed 41 points the other week. And um, the, when they lost against the Giants, I guess they allowed um, 20 points. So. Um, you know, people are scoring on them and the offense is not really scoring that much points. So, um, I don't know what to think of the Tennessee Titans. Um, as for the Raiders, um, heartbreaking loss last week against the Cardinals. It it was in their bag and they couldn't do it. Um, I want to say it was more of a defensive issue than the offensive um, stalling. I mean, they were just trying to I feel like they were trying to run out the clock, but when it came to overtime, Renfro with the double fumbles, basically, uh, didn't help out because that second one took it to the house, and that's what ended the game. But they allowed Kyler Murray to do things to even get back into it. So um, 
Definitely big question mark on on this Raider defense right now. Can they start stop Derrick Henry like um, the Bills did? I don't think they can, but I think they'll slow him down. I think you know Derrick Henry will have his hundred yard game this week, but um, I still like Raiders winning this one. I feel like it's going to be a neck and neck battle, um, probably one by three points. I, I like the Raiders winning this one just because. I think overall they have a better team um, than the Tennessee Titans. Um, Titans right now um, really has to rely on the rush attack because if they're not going to do the rush attack through Derrick Henry, they will lose this game. And um, I trust more that the Raiders will win this game and put it away rather than Titans sticking with Derrick Henry to carry them. I think they cover the spread too. Like I said, um, I think Raiders are going to win by three points by a field goal. So, yeah, the over-under is 45.5 points. Um, <sighs> this is a hard one because, I mean, it fits. It's like right there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go over. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go over a lot this week. And it's funny because... Um, some of these overs are like ridiculously high, and I'm still saying over because these matchups are um, asking for a lot of points to be made. But in this game, I like Raiders, they cover, give them with the over. On to the next, we got the the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Indianapolis Colts. Chiefs are undefeated, still kings of the AFC West. As for the Colts, um, They've been MIA. They're really MIA right now. Um, I don't know what to think about them. Um, the goose egg last week against the Jags. It was kind of disappointing, honestly, because I really thought Colts were going to have a bounce back game, and they didn't. They went away from their best player, which was ridiculous. And another disappointing thing is the the Colts defense. Um, where are you guys? Um I don't know if they really got a bunch of injuries on defense right now. They might, but I mean, I just felt like they had enough to at least hold the the Jags to at least 20 points. I don't know, but this offense too, very stagnant right now. Um, they got all these yards per game already in two games, and... Haven't really scored. I mean, the first game they scored 20, yeah, but the next game they only scored zero. (laughs) They only scored zero. Like, that makes sense on my part. Sorry about that, but, you know, zero points is not acceptable. Um, So going up in this matchup, I mean, I didn't talk about much about the Kansas City Chiefs because, I mean, they're still on top of the AFC West. Despite losing Tyreek Hill, they still got Kelsey there. Clyde um, Edwards Hilaire. Um, I think this is going to be more of his breakout year. I mean, it's not gonna, it's not going to be by much, but he's just such a solid back that you're going to see him more active into um, the passing game and getting a few more runs in. So you're going to see. I think I feel like you're going to see his name a lot. Um, adding Juju into the mix, adding um, Marquise Scantley. Um, um, Marquise Vasquez uh, Scantling. Yeah, that's how his name is properly placed. Um, Still got Hartman on the team. So, yeah, I mean, 
Plus, you got Patty Mahomes as well. You can't bet against Patty Mahomes. Not just yet. Not just yet. And they proved that, you know, they are still the team to beat in the AFC West right now. So, I like Kansas City this game. The spread is five points and a half um, advantage for the KC Chiefs. I'm taking that cover, too. And the over-under is going to be 50. I think we're going over it. Um Casey at least scoring 28. That's like their, I think that's their floor right now. It's just 28 points minimum. But I don't see Colts scoring anything higher than 20. So that's why I got, um, they're going over the um, 50 point over under. So Casey, they cover and they're going over. Next matchup. This one's going to be a nice juicy matchup right here. Battle of undefeated right now. Got the Buffalo Bills. Got the Miami Dolphins. AFC East matchup. Let's see what's happening. Um, both teams had dominant um, um, performances in two different ways. Bills just destroyed the Tennessee Titans 41-7. to Defense looking really nice right now. Offense looking like they never left since last year. I mean, even um, like Diggs is really showing out. A lot of people say he had an off year last year. I think it's just because, I mean, all the attention is on him now. So they had to really stop him from really producing. But, you know, that's why they're like, oh, he had a down year. So this year, I feel like they allowed him to you know, lay off of all the antics from last year. And he look at him. He is showing out. He's being that boy. He had three touchdowns last game. Jared, um, Jared Allen, Josh Allen, that boy slinging the football. It's hard to stop him. Miami got a nice defense, but I don't know if they could stop this Bills offense from really flowing because they've allowed a lot of points as well. As for this Miami team, they did a comeback like no other. They're pretty much losing most of the game against the Ravens. They were down at one point, I think, 22-0. But uh, if you heard that, you probably thought the Miami Dolphins lost. But they ended up coming back in the last quarter, scoring 28, outscoring the Ravens 28-3 to get the dub. Big thanks to Waddle. Big thanks to Tyreek Hill. That helps the situation when you got two speedsters on the team. And, yeah, um, I mean, Tua did did do a good job protecting the football and making accurate throws. But, I mean, it does help having Tyreek and Waddle just burn everyone as well. Then again, defense did their job from preventing any more points scored um, from the Ravens as well. I'm pretty sure the Ravens were trying to run out the clock. Didn't happen. So, you know. Dolphins were able to come back. So, with all those factors in the play, I I still think Miami's defense is acting a little sluggish right now. Um, I think they they're better than what they are, but still not to the pace to go against this Bills offense. As for the Bills defense, I think they could slow down this Miami um, offense as well. So, I like the Bills this week. Um, they're giving a six point advantage. Um, in favor of um uh, the Bills, so the Bills are the um favorites to win. So 
They're giving six points to the Dolphins. I don't think it's going to get covered. I think the Dolphins are going to make this a close game. It might be settled by a field goal. So I'm going to say not covered on this this bet. Um, Over-under. I want to say it, the over-under is 52. I'm going to say we're going over. We're going over. It's going to be a high-scoring game. But like I said, still a field goal. Bills win it. They're not covering the spread, though. And we're going over. Ooh, another division matchup here. We got the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the new look Lions, man, they're scoring a lot of points. Like, even in their loss, they were, they were able to score 30 twice. Week one, week two. Um, I like it a lot. Um, they closed their game against the Commanders. They, they won in convincing fashion as well. They had um, the commanders have a little comeback, but they they snipped it real quick and didn't allow it to come anymore. They said stop, stop, please. As for the Vikings, um, they got frustrated Monday night. Um, they didn't get their way at all against these Eagles, the pesky Eagles. They just you know bothered Kirk Cousins to the fullest, and that offense could not get going at all. So, um, yeah. The defense did all that they could, but at the same time, I feel like the offense and the second half of the Eagles, they just were trying to waste that, wind down the clock. So who knows the full potential of the Eagles offense on that Vikings defense, but hey, they did allow 24 points pretty early. So not good on the Vikings defense and not a good showing for the Vikings offense last week. Now, will that continue into this week? That is the big question. Um, personally, I like the Lions this matchup. I, I, I'm seeing something. You know, it's not that I'm seeing something new because we saw it last year, but it's all coming together now for the Lions organization. You will start seeing Dubs come together now. Um, this offense was bad last year. That was due to injuries and other sort. And you know, first time. You know, Goff was out there, first-time head coach, things like that. Now it's year two. Goff looks poised. He knows what he's doing. They're letting it, they're making it safe for Goff to perform well in this offense, which is great. Got Armand St. Brown. Got De- DeAndre Swift. Got a lot of depth and skill positions here. Lions are going to score big there. As for the defense... um, they're able to get some pressure, too, as well, you know, disrupt, be some disruptors, you know. I like it. I like what I see. They're not the most crisp defense, but they're enough to cause some trouble um, to this Minnesota team. So um, I like Lions winning this matchup. They will cover the spread. They're giving um, – actually, Lions are the underdogs. So, of course, they're covering the spread. Six points. They're giving it to the um, Vikings as the favorites. But I like – I like the Lions winning this one. And the 52 and a half is the over and under. We're going over. I think high high scoring game. I mean, Lions, I feel like at least are going to score 30 again. Um, Vikings, so in the 20s. So, yeah, I like that. Lions win. They're covering. And we're going over. Up next, we got the Baltimore Ravens versus the New England Patriots. Let's go. Ravens um, lost the comeback. Uh, lost on the other hand of that comeback from Miami. 
Um, offense was able to score their points. Um, so their job was just to kind of run out the clock. Defense just let the other team come back. Not good, not good, not good. Um, I think the defense might be on a little slump right now. I know they're dealing with some injuries as well. So um, I think they'll go back up the pace. As for the Patriots, I think we're reaching the down years of the Patriots as well. They did win a game against Pittsburgh, but I was in unconvincing fashion. They could have easily lost that game, I felt. Um, New England has not been looking like a good football team. Um, without Belichick, I think they'll be a lot worse, but Belichick helps with the game plans, but if you don't have the right players, it's hard to execute those game plans sometimes. As for the Ravens, um, Lamar is looking great this season. He's carrying this football team. Defense just needs to play a little bit more up to par, I feel. But um, as for the offense, um, that run, that running game that isn't Lamar Jackson needs to do a little bit better. I know it will once injuries start clearing, so um, they'll get there. But I like the Ravens this one. Um, they're, they are three-point favorites. Um, they're covering over under is 43 and a half. They'll go over. So yeah, Ravens cover over next. We got the Cincinnati Bengals versus the New York Jets. Bengals are really experiencing that super bro slump of being the runner ups. Runner ups usually have like a little curse going on of trying to, you know, do well. And it's working. I mean, that little superstitious Kurt working. Um, week one was a combination of bad things that happened. Joel Burrow didn't have a very good game. Line was just getting him beat up. This time around, I feel like it was definitely more the line. Um, not giving Joe Burrow any time at all. Um, yeah, he wasn't able to do his thing. They took an L in Dallas. Um, they tried to make a little comeback, but too little, too late. And the fact that they only scored 17 points, that's a problem. That's a big problem, especially when you try to address um, the biggest issue from last season, which was the line, and that's still the issue. Uh, it's looking like um, the offensive line coach got to get shuffled up or get fired or something. So that's a big thing. Uh, defense... It's a middle-of-the-pack defense. Not really much to say about that. But going against, going against these Jets, um, they're surprising. What I mean by surprising, more on the offensive end than the defensive end. I know they got a lot of talent on defense, and they could do the job of making stops. But when it comes to the offense, um, still we still weren't thinking much of it just because the line hasn't been the greatest. But also... Joe Flacco was playing in reserve the last two games, but he showed out last game and did a nice little miracle comeback win against the Browns. And basically right under two minutes came back from a 30 to 17 deficit. Crazy, right? Crazy. But these is the games we play. Whatever the quote is, but. Um, Bengals are a five-point favorite 
Um, honestly, I still think Bengals will struggle. I think the Jets will actually win this one. I got this is my upset game of the week. I feel upset game of the week. I think the Jets win, so that means they do cover that spread. But we are going over forty five points. That is the over under. So yeah, I think the Bengals um, are going to struggle because. But just because of that line situation, I think the Jets will put enough pressure on this line again. Joe Burrow will not have time again, so a lot of a lot of mistakes are going to happen, and a lot of frustration is going to happen as well. Um, Jets are going to steal one. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Jets win; they cover over. On to the next. NFC East matchup. You got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington Commanders. Eagles looking really nice right now to start the season. Defense looking really, really clutch right now. Offense still has the running ability from Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders right now. AJ Brown looking like he fits right in in Philly. Um, a lot of good things to say about the Eagles right now. As much as I hate it as a Cowboy fan, but as a football fan, you see nice things from Philadelphia right now. Really, really nice things. They're looking like to be the run, looking for a run, trying to get that NFC title. We'll see. Um, as for the commanders, they're going to be hit and miss all, all season long, start sluggish, maybe have a hot streak or vice versa. Carson Wentz is a quarterback, very streaky within the game. So he has his moments in between halves. He might have a terrible half. One, uh, like, first half, then a great second half. Next week, have a great first half, terrible second half. We don't know. He's that type of player that affects the team like that. Mm, as for running, um, I feel like they should stick with Gibson more. Um, trust him a little bit more. But that's just me. <sighs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. As for their defense... I think Manders' defense has been disappointing since the last two seasons. Um, we'll see if it ever picks up again. I don't think so. Um, they need to start focusing on the defense to build that up again because it just hasn't looked the same since um, they stole the NFC East title like two years ago. So, yeah, I don't know. But make it short and sweet. Eagles win this one. They are a six and a half point favorite. Um, I like them covering it as well. Forty seven points is the over and under. I actually think they'll be under. Probably the first under I said this whole episode. They're going under. Eagles definitely going to handle the Commanders. Uh, they're covering spread and under. On to the next. We got another division game. A lot of division games this week. We got the Saints versus the Panthers. Um, both teams. A little disappointed. Um, I know some injuries did happen for the Saints right now, but still, um, I don't know. A little disappointed in them right now. At least last week. Um, I thought they were going to handle the Bucks, but things happened. I thought the offense would have really put, kept them in check, I felt. Didn't happen. James Winston's playing with fractures in his back, but... I don't know if that's a good thing, but salute to him. Hopefully he makes the right decisions on that part. But very sluggish, 
brutal game that he, they played against the Bucks. They ended up losing that game, so sucks for them. As for the Panthers, they still haven't got a, a dub left. Um, both very close games, but um, it's like hit and miss with this offense. I feel like they have flashes, but then they don't. I don't know what to expect with the bake bake um, offense, but um, it's un. I guess it's uninspiring. Meaning, like I'm not really looking forward to this offense really doing good even with Christian McCaffrey coming back I just don't know the chemistry is not there so you're just, it's it's hard to really pinpoint this offense in the first two weeks so um with that being said got a middle of the pack type of defense as well this is probably going to be another um sluggish battle I feel between um beat up people and a team that needs to find an identity um, but I like the Saints that winning this one. They are the three-point favorites. Um, I still like them covering just because they have a little bit more of identity. It's just get over those injuries on offense, please, because it's killing them. Um, they also got a good defense, too. They should handle the bake-bake-led um, Panthers offense. So, yeah, the over and under is... 40 and a half points. I think they're going to go over. So, Saints are winning. They're covering their spread. And they're going over. On to the next. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the LA Chargers. Interesting. Um, Chargers took a, a loss uh, against the Chiefs. But the bigger situation is... Um, Herbert got... They, they're calling it fractured ribs or cracked ribs, but it's like a a fractured cartilage or tear in the cartilage in the rib. So I don't know. It's, it seems like he's going to be playing Herbert, so hopefully he doesn't try to hurt himself even more. But, um, yeah, all the, um, all the add-ons on the defense should relate to a good outing against this Jacksonville Jaguar team. Um, they were they may they've been able to put up points on the board these Jacksonville Jaguars. So it should be very very interesting what we see from the Jaguars against the Charger defense. Uh, see if they're the real real type of deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, vice versa, Jaguars. Um, defense. Didn't allow the Colts to score at all. I don't know if it's more on Jacksonville's defense or the Colts just not doing great right now. I don't know. But we'll see against this offense, I guess. Um, like I said, Herbert got some crack ribs. We'll see how he plays. Does Keenan Allen even play? I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. But still, I like the Chargers winning this one. Um, as for covering spreads, I don't think they're going to cover the spread just because... Jaguars have been playing hard. They're a sleeper team. So I feel like a close game is going to happen. 47 points is the over and under. I think they'll go over it. So I like the Chargers. They're not covering, though. Over. Next, another division matchup, NFC West. We got the LA Rams versus the Cardinals. Um, Cardinals just, you know, had a momentum boost of a game. By coming back from a crazy um, crazy situation as well. I mean, 
Kyler Murray did put the team on his back on that situation. So kudos to him. Um, defense did create the turnover that led to the touchdown at the overtime. Kudos to them. But that was my big question mark for this team is the defense. I don't think the defense has been playing that well. And I thought the um, despite not having DeAndre uh, Hopkins, I thought the team was able to score a little bit more points than they are too as well. So um, big question marks for this Cardinals team right now. As for the Rams, um, first game of the season, they win against heavy hitters in the Bills. Understandable. It is what it is. And this past week, uh, they played against the Falcons. Um, early on, they handled business, but in the second half, Falcons crept and crept and crept, and they almost won the game. But some heroics from Jalen Ramsey sealed the deal and won the game. But at the same time, Falcons were able to creep up to the point to almost win the game. Did the defense lose a step by losing some players? I don't know, but they did gain Bobby Wagner. But at the same time, Bobby Wagner has been with the Seahawks for so long. Changing teams might not have been the best thing for him. Who knows? I don't know. But as for this Rams offense, too, um, it's a little different. But, hey, you still got Cooper Cup there. So uh, Matthew Stafford's always going to be thrown to him. Um. Yeah, I mean, um, I have no problems with the offense or defense of the Rams right now. Um, did they allow the Falcons to creep back? Yes, but they still sealed the deal and won. So that's all that matters. Um, out of this team, I like the Rams winning this one. They're Super Bowl champions. Cardinals hasn't proved nothing to say they're going to beat this team. I mean, they could, but at the same time, I'm like not – not in a dominant fashion, I feel. So, um, with that being the case, I like the Rams winning. I think they'll cover the three and a half point spread as well, since they are favorited. And 48 and a half points is the over under. We are going over. Rams win. Up next, we got the Falcons versus the Seahawks. Um, both teams have been very surprising. They, um, despite not Atlanta not having a win, they've been they've been fighting. They've been fighting, so I can't knock them for that. As for the Seahawks, um, they I mean they beat the, the Denver Broncos and um, they had a tough game against the Niners as well. So I think you saw what the Seahawks are really going to be against this Niner team. So. With that being said, um, Falcons, um, I think they can put up some points on the board. Definitely, even with Marcus Mariota. Um, not the crisp, crispest of offenses, but they get the job done. And as for defense, I think everyone thought they would be a lot worse than they are. But um, they allow a lot of yards, but they could get some turnovers. So good on that um, defense for Falcons. Um, I still think Seahawks are going to be more of the bottom of the bunch type of teams this year, but it seems like they do have had have situations of playing hard. So I do like that as well. Um, as for this game, I like the Falcons. Um, they are not favorites, so they're underdogs in this game. Um, they're covering the spread since I picked them to win, but it's only two and a half points they're getting as well. So it was going to be a close game. 
42 points is the over and under. I got him going over in this matchup. Falcons win. Uh, up next, we got the Green Bay Packers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, both teams are shells of themselves from years ago, but I think they get the job done to win games. Um, Green Bay likes losing their first game of the year just to bounce back and beat who, the team that plays them next. As for the Bucks, um, they're undefeated. They've been playing solid, solid games. But at the same time, nothing, I want to say nothing groundbreaking. They just play a good game of football. I think they play up to their matchups. So good on them. Um, but um, Buccaneers just haven't really been scoring that much either. So um, it's been mainly their their defense of kind of holding holding them down, I feel. So, yeah, Bucks offense does have a lot of injuries, especially in the receivers as well. Um, Green Bay's defense been playing pretty nice as well too. Um, they create pressure, X, Y, and Z, and um, offense. I think it's slowly getting better. I feel for Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think it's going to be a week by week basis. Obviously, the more time they play together, the more it helps Aaron Rodgers and that young core receivers get better as too as well. That being said, I think in this week, I think the Packers get. Dub, they are the underdogs here, only by one and a half points, so they are covering. The over-under is going to be 42 points, very, very low over-under. I think they'll go over it. Um, I think 24-20 type of game, I feel. Packers win. Down to our last two games, we got the Sunday night game, 49ers versus Denver Broncos. Um... Oh, so Trey Lance went down with a broken ankle, and Jimmy G is back on as a starter for the Niners. As for the Broncos, obviously Russell Wilson, but two disappointing showings from the Broncos right now. They've only scored 16 points in both games. Nothing really inspiring for the this Broncos team. Everyone thought, you know, elevation was going to happen, but... We haven't really seen it yet. Um, defense has been disappointing. Offense has dis- been disappointing. Um, yeah, I don't know what to think of this whole team together. Could be a coaching issue. Who knows? But, yeah, disappointment on the Broncos' end right now. As for the Niners, they always go through so many different injuries. Uh, the running, their running back room is kind of beat up right now, so um, it's hard to really determine that part. As for the defense, I think the defense does a great job um, just preventing the other t- other team from even doing anything as well. So, I mean, they you really only saw their defense against Seahawks. I don't count the Chicago game because it was in crazy conditions. So their first real game was against the Seahawks and only allowed seven points. Good on them. I think Jimmy Gene steps in and feels comfortable again. Um, gonna do what he does best, protect the ball, make safe throws. So good on GBG coming back to be a starter. I like the Niners in this one. Um, it's only in the credits crazy that they're only favorited by one and a half points. So Broncos are not that much of an underdog crazy, but I still like the, the Niners covering this one. 
45 points is the over and under. We are going under this one because um, I just don't trust uh, the Broncos scoring that much. So under 45, we got Niners covering. And to the Monday night game, NFC East matchup, Cowboys versus Giants. Let me go on record and say I apologize. I went, and went, my, I went against my boys last week. For very good reason, though. Lion looked atrocious. The week one, Lion looked atrocious. The only good thing was the defense in that game against the Bucks. So I went to the game. I went to, into that game with no Dat Prescott, too, saying, well, if this line ain't fixed, it's not going to go anywhere. So I went, to, I went to the Bengals, but Bengals played worse than the Cowboys, I say. Um... But yeah, um, I still don't like how the o- offense is kind of going right now. And it's mainly because of the line and because of the play calling. But I got a little bit more hope on Cowboys playing it more safe. On getting, getting some points on the board as well. Playing it safe as in not making Cooper Crush do, you know, dangerous th- types of throws and things like that. Make, playing, pl- Calling a game that f- fits him. So I have faith on that part, and I have faith on the our defense as well. Michael Parsons really trying to be defensive player of the year this year. All the sacks, all the disruption. Yeah, I, li- I like where this defense is going. Flip it on the other side. As for the Giants, even though they haven't scored a lot of points, Saquon's back, and he looks good. Looks real good right now. Um, Sterling Shepard looks like he's healthy for once, so good on them on that part. And I think an underrated part of this team is the defense. I think the Giants' defense is actually pretty, pretty nice. A lot of people, a lot of people didn't believe me, or a lot of people just don't know names on that defense. Shit, I don't even know some of the players on the defense, but I just know I've always been like, no, Giants always have a a really comp- um, comp- competitive defense. Like it's not an easy dub against the Giants when it, when it comes to the defense, and I think this re- remains true again. I think. Um, it might be a low-scoring game. It might not be. It's definitely. I feel like it's definitely going to be in the twenties for both scores. So like twenty, twenty-four. I like saying twenty, twenty-four. Shit, it might even be like twenty-one, twenty type of game. But I got my boys on this one. We can get the dub. They're covering because they're the underdogs, only by one point though. And the over/under is thirty-nine. So we're going over. So I like Cowboys. They're covering in the over. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen, with that edition of Spuddy's Quick Picks. Make sure to let me know what your picks are. What do you think of my picks? If you want to talk shit about my picks, go ahead. Just let me know. We'll see how I do next week. Yeah. Um, remember, we are making content, content throughout the year. Uh, we should have a dookie list up from the previous week. We do have a recap up as well. Um, France's um, injuries and waiver wire should be up. 
Thursdays would be we will be shooting our DraftKings episode, so Friday something will come out. And then, of course, when the games happen, you know, chat it up. But we are always making content for you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. With that being said, I'm Spuddy McGee's. These were your quick picks for Buds and Sports. And I am out. 